Welcome to Nerdum Say, where two girls take on a geeky journey through fiction. Okay, so shall we do the introductions? Yes, introductions. <clears throat> In the beginning, there were two vivacious nerdy girls. Uh, I mean, women folk. Hold on, hold on. What are you doing? You said introductions, so I was introducing us like true nerds would. Like a normal person, not Amy from The Big Bang Theory or whoever you're trying to... Are you doing hold? What, what are you doing? <laughs> introductions <laughs> like normal people. <laughs> you go then. You do it. Okay, so let me do a normal introduction. Um, I'll introduce myself first, and then you can follow my lead and be a little more normal. <laughs> and, you know, um, so that people don't run away immediately after episode zero because they think we're a bunch of weirdos that think that believe in like flat earth science or something <laughs> or scientology if you want to do it the boring way go ahead okay so i'm sharanya um from my accent uh you can tell that there's a bit of a cultural dissonance <laughs> between my name and my accent and the way I'm pronouncing my name and I'm sure like that's a whole other thing but um I'm from Hong Kong I was brought up there I was born in India hence the very Indian name um I am a huge nerd as is Shalini and I that's one of the reasons we're doing this together um so my favorite fiction honestly like any any fiction is good fiction to me um I love the fantasy genre um as you can see, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll see our lo- logo is Luna Lovegood's glasses, and we will get more into that a little bit later. Um, so Harry Potter, huge Harry Potter fan, love Lord of the Rings, also love The Hobbit, also love um, Twilight, so please don't at me. Um, <laughs> but I'm also into my I am fantasy shaking fiction. my head at that. <laughs> this podcast is over. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Friendship over. Um, but I'm also into um, non-fantasy fiction. So I do love, like, you know, your Jane Austen, your Bronte sisters. Well, um, <laughs> I have my thoughts on Bronte sisters. Um, <laughs> we'll and, get to that know, on a separate episode. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. And I, I'm crazy for TV shows and I watch movies in any language that exists. So I've seen, like, I've even seen some really strange Malaysian films um, Ooh, with I P. Ramley. With oh, P. Right, Ramley, right. right? Yeah, some very highly Those dramatic. Those are really good. They, well, yes, but they're very <laughs> melodramatic. There's yeah, this one yeah. um, called Ibu Murtaku or yes, something. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Where he, That's he, the classic. He takes his eyeballs out yeah. um, in the end, which yeah. is... I mean, if that's not <laughs> melodramatic, I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I generally enjoy all kinds of fiction, um, cover all grounds. I also do enjoy the trashy stuff like Sharknado. Um, oh, if no. you're that, <laughs> hit me up. What's happening we'll to this podcast? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just a very, very brief introduction of me and my <laughs> preferences, which mean, which is basically everything. <laughs> what about you, Sha? I'm Shalini and I'm from Malaysia. And I'm not going to try to categorize the fiction that I have enjoyed all this well. So, but I grew up with Harry Potter, Love the Rings, the Nancy Drew series, the Hardy Boy series, um, and also other non-fantasy genre like uh, Jane Austen, uh, 
the Bronte sisters were all right. Um, but I also enjoy like TV series for sure. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I love Sherlock, both the books and the series that has Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, yeah, just to name some of you. Those yeah. are yeah. You're actually the one that got me into Doctor Who. So oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> I feel superior now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So, um, Sharanya and I are actually cousins. I have no idea, um, like, what kind of cousins we are. Like, you know, people talk about, like, first or second with once or twice removed. I have no idea about genealogy. So, yeah. but, so last year, was it last year? Yes, it was last year. She had come over to where I live, and that's how we started talking, and we discovered that we were both huge nerds. And after some time, we thought we were really fun. Like, we had, like, so much to talk about every time we would connect with each other. And we were not doing anything with it. So, one day, we realized it actually makes sense if we have a podcast where we can discuss this with the rest of the world. And so, that's pretty much how we had the idea to start this podcast. Um, we do realize that there isn't, like, a lack of fictional-based podcasts out there. But we also think that it'll be fun for y'all to follow our journey through our geeky adventures in fiction. Yeah, so, I mean, to add on to that, it's not going to be just a regular podcast um, like every other podcast. We are going to cover a wide variety of different fictions. Like we said, we're not just doing fantasy. We're doing, you know, TV shows. Um, other kinds of movies um, that go beyond the fantasy realm. We are, I mean, maybe we'll do like, maybe we'll go into like multilingual um, topics at some point. We'll see how it goes. Um, so the idea of this podcast is mainly to talk about the, I guess, not so mainstream parts of the story. Um, and I mean, a part of our whole our whole brand is Luna Lovegood. The fact that you know she talks about these fictitious things like you know nargles, um, and it's more a choice of whether you believe in you believe her or not, or whether you're skeptical. And that's kind of the flow that we're going with as well, where we talk about certain theories that aren't a complete impossibility in the realm, but you know it's not really confirmed. It's not really exactly solid solidly there it's not necessarily canon um but yeah that's where the fun is where we try to figure out whether it works or not in that realm whether it's uh like how possible is it how likely is it one of us will usually will probably be the skeptic at times the other will probably be the one that tries to put forth these theories um Neither of us is taking a very solid stance on who wants to be skeptical because we're both skeptical about different things, as you'll see going forward. But that's the main idea of how this podcast is going to go. And that's a perfect segue for me to point out that that is why we chose Luna Lovegood's glasses as our logo. <laughs> exactly, because she's just... And also the fact that Luna Lovegood is the best person in the world. Oh, hands down. And I'm not going to gush too much about how much I love her because that will be coming up really soon. And often. <laughs> Very often. On that note, we are going to do um, 
a bit of a quick fire question to each other. Feel free to, you know, put down your own quick fire questions, do your own thing if ever this gets out. <laughs> but for now, it's just the both of us talking to each other. We'll do quick fire questions. Shah, do you want to start? Um, yes, but I just want to point out it's not going to be exactly quick fire because it's not going to be like just one answer. You're going to have to explain yourself a little bit. Yeah, obviously. Just so you know, madness is revealed even more. <laughs> um, all right, so are you ready? No, but let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. All right, let's go. Um, all right, so here goes. Amongst all the Doctor Who companions, who is your favorite and why is it Donna Noble? Because, I mean... She's just the best, right? And she's like the closest to being, like, th- like the whole Dr. Donna thing blew my mind. That whole, like, her actually also yeah. being the doctor. Oh my God, it was so good. And she's just, <laughs> that, was, that was one really good episode. Yeah, and she's like such, out of all the companions, she's the only one that wasn't waiting on the doctor to save her. Like, mm. I mean, she does have that, she does have the occasional, you know, tendency to depend on the doctor every now and then like any mortal would because the doctor is a time lord and that's a whole thing but um (laughs) despite the fact that she's human compared to you know the doctor who has obviously better powers um or more impressive powers she held her ground and she was able to you know actually do something and actually make a difference and her role was actually impactful yeah, she had a reason to be there. She had a reason to be his companion. The others just kind of seemed more like a love interest. Um, yeah. I, I, again, this is like given the fact that I haven't finished all the Doctor Who episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did stop after David Tennant because I had to really <laughs> process that. Um, Dude. I really had to process that whole thing because Matt Smith. Wait, Matt Smith, right? Yeah, my, after David Tennant yeah. is Matt Smith, yeah. Yeah, so like, because David Tennant was the Doctor for so long, and Matt Smith was just a completely different version of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And it took me, like, I watched one episode of his, and I was like, mm, huh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I need a break. I need to get out of David Tennant, and then, like, feel okay with, comfortable with Matt Smith. I might start now, considering I have a break, but I feel like I've explained too much. Donna's the best. (laughs) In summary, Donna's the best. I will accept the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't know why, but I guess my question is also going to be Doctor Who related. (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of. Um, All right. Okay. Who do you think is a more threatening villain, the Daleks or the Cybermen? I have had this conversation with so many people. That's actually kind of difficult because they're both really scary. For the longest time, I was actually convinced that the Daleks are worse than the Cybermen because they're just really annoying. Their voice is really annoying. Everywhere they show up, like they're the literal pest of the Doctor Who world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Doctor certainly views them that way. Also, I think like they kill you instantly where Cybermen turn you into a robot. Um, not that that's any better because, you know, I, they don't really explore if you see oh wait they do rose's mom gets turned into a cyberman doesn't she she yes. does and she loses all her well basically everything she's just a robot mm. i'm still gonna stick with the dalek because i think that um they are terrifying opponents 
mm-hmm. as knowing as they are. Not that cyber women aren't, just that for me, the Daleks are definitely more threatening, especially when you have, so I'm not going to, I can't actually say too much about how they evolve because you've not watched those episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but they're definitely a little more frightening. So like two days ago, I watched um, some of the old Mr. Bean episodes. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode, like a Christmas episode, where he goes to a store to buy like Christmas baubles and stuff. And he gets carried away when he sees the nativity scene. And he brings like robots and like he, he does this, his own play with the toys. He brings a dinosaur in to scare baby Jesus. And oh at one God. point, he actually brings like a Dalek in as well. And like the Daleks like screaming at baby Jesus. It was so funny. And That's I, brilliant. I know. And I watched this as a kid, but I never realized because I didn't watch Doctor Who then. So now it made so much sense. It was so funny. <laughs> That's insanely good. I have to watch this now. You have to. Just um, that scene. Just that bit. <laughs> yeah. They have, so like, they have like all the episodes for free on the official YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you can find yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. All right. Second question. So among the younger two Bennett sisters, Catherine and Lydia, who's the more annoying one? A hundred percent Lydia. Like she is so boy crazy, <laughs> and she's like, and like all this other more important stuff is happening with like the the older two Bennett sisters, right? And in all of that, she decides to mess up. <laughs> And make things much, much more worse. Although, I guess, in some sense, that is... I think that might have actually pushed her. I, I mean, in some sense, that did help people... I mean, that did help Lizzie think Darcy was a better man um, because of how he helped. Maybe that was key. But she was so annoying. And she was <laughs> so, like, boy crazy. And all she wanted to do was get married. And I'm just like, yo, how old is this chick? Like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's 16. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, I'm so, <laughs> who, who thinks about getting married at 16? Like, no, I don't need that kind of responsibility in my life. That too, to like, no, just, I, I, I could not tolerate that. That was just a big nope. She was such a headache for the entire family. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think that's an episode by itself that we will definitely get to very soon. But yeah. I, I accept that answer. I, I also found it really annoying. Not that Kitty isn't. Like, Kitty cries a lot. Kitty she cries whines a, lot. a lot. But, you know, Lydia's definitely worse. And it's like, oh. And, but, like, Kitty should probably realize, like, you're elder. She is elder, right? Yeah. But, like, Lydia's in control. Anyway, your question. We're good. I accept yeah. that answer. No, so, like, but Kitty also has talent, right? She plays the piano and stuff. Is that Kitty? No, that's Mary. That's Mary. Well, they all whine, to they be all honest. Do. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's very annoying. But, um, yeah, Lydia is definitely the most annoying one. Um, right. Full stop. <laughs> oh, I Period. That. End of sentence. Um, yeah, okay. My question to you is, right. um, so I, this is a question that, where my answer constantly changes depending on where I am. Um, what do you mean where you're at? Like location? Like, no, no. As in where I am in, in my mental and emotional space. All right. <laughs> Spiritually where I am. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, which chakra is where. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, so my question to you is, um, which, or at least where you are right now, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, <laughs> which Harry Potter book is your favorite one? Ooh. 
so to be honest, my answer doesn't change that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been pretty consistent, except when I read through the books and I always like most of the time I start from the first to the end. And then as I'm reading, the answer changes a little bit. But as I'm done, it always goes back to the prison of Azkaban. No, prison of Azkaban. How do you, how do you say it? How do you say that? Azkaban? Cool. I don't know. I'm Malaysian. We say things differently. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite because that's the first book that I read. So I had a friend who lives in London. Hello, Michael, if you're listening. I think you will because I will force you to. Um, <laughs> and so he, he had been over visiting his grandma and he couldn't take his book back. So he lent it to me. I'm not lent it. He gave it to me and my brother. But I just, you know, claimed ownership of it. And so that's the first book that I read. And initially, like, it was a little, like, so Prisoner of Azkaban slash Azkaban, whatever, starts off with a lot of explanation, right, about Aunt Marge, about Sirius Black going missing. So I found it a little dry. But I, as I went, got to the end of the book, it was actually really interesting. And the moment I finished reading that, the first movie came out. So then everything made sense and it was really good. Um, but, like, later on, I also really, like, um, the Half Blood Prince, because there's a lot of there's a lot of backstory that comes in there, and you see a lot of um, the Dumbledore Harry relationship that I really like, because that's the most consistent fatherly sort of sort of uh, there there are blind spots there, but that's a different issue altogether. So that's also a good book. Um, I also like on and off. I think I really like Deathly Hallows, but I don't like the part where so many people die. So my answer will always be the Prison of Azkaban. Mm. Yeah, honestly, um, I I did like Prisoner of Azkaban for a very long time. But the thing mm. is, I have overread and overwatched it because it was my favorite for a very long time, to the point mm. where it's saturated. I can no mm. longer. I hear Prisoner of Azkaban, and I'm just like, I have a a reaction. I've really <laughs> overdone it with that. Um, I but completely get it. <laughs> a lot of people seem to like that movie the best. Yeah. It is definitely like one. I think it's the best done. But again, I've watched it so many times that I, even though I love it, I I cannot physically watch it anymore. I get like a physical reaction against that movie. And book. if you're listening to us, Charnia is almost about to puke right now. She's green in the face. It's it's not even. It's not even. I'm not even against the book. It's just I've really overdone it. It's like when you eat too much chocolate, and now you hear the word chocolate, and you feel like throwing up. That's just how it is. Oh. Oh no, I, I totally get it. So yeah. Okay, listeners, um, that pretty much concludes our introductory episode. And I hope that we have managed to paint a picture for you as to how our podcast is going to be like. Um, we have social media accounts and you can follow us at Say both on Instagram and Twitter. Great. Thank you so much, listeners, for listening. And we hope you stay on and continue on our journey through fiction. <laughs>